a new season. A A new season has begun. And guess what? It's an old season. We have started season Season six. six. The season of the sixes. And we have, more importantly, new promo looks. Yes, right. I call it art. Refresh the art. This season is a catchphrase factory, and we've only met half of the girls so far. That's right. And right after they arrive in the workroom, the queens jump in the air for a photo shoot, and then they make an outfit inspired by a TV show with a bunch of boxes full of junk. What show would you want to do? Duh, Uh, Boston Legal. (laughs) (laughs) Season six. Oh, yeah, I was on Boston Public, sorry. (laughs) Season six is great, but I'm not going to go around giving my IMDb like some girls. This is going to be so fun. That's right. My sister and I, Alaska, would like to welcome you back to Classic. Forever. Dog. Race Chaser. Hello. Uh, Hello. Hello. And welcome back to Race Chaser Classic. A podcast dedicated to the discussion, dissection, and dissemination of every single episode of RuPaul's Drag Race. Starting from the very beginning. My name's Alaska. What is yours? Hello, I'm Willem. Sorry, my name is Cornisha Act. If you've seen the new <laughs> promo photo. <laughs> Cornisha Act. Now, uh, we want to take you on a journey through time and space. 2013. 2013. Now imagine a time when a little-known queen named Alaska... Had made it to the top three of season five, but did not take the crown. A girl group known as DWV was topping the charts. Alaska Thunderfuck recording artist had released a hit song called Rue Girl and a vlog on someone named Willem's YouTube channel was chronicling a small drag queen tour bus breaking down in the middle of a highway and making its rounds around the internet. Mm-hmm. And who could forget the successful run of the Rocky Horror Picture Show Ooh. starring Willem, Alaska, and Michelle Visage. Mm-hmm. Just like that, a year went by. It was 2014 and time for an all-new season of RuPaul's Drag Race. That's right. We're back in the saddle, toots. Honey. You know what? You know what? We were like, okay, there's a little bit of a break before we get into All-Stars. Should we do clip shows? <laughs> no, because we just did a season that had 45 clip shows. So no, we're not. We're I mean, we, I I want I want filet mignon. I want meat. I want full I want real episodes of drag race and I want to talk about them. That's what we're here for. Got beef? When we going to eat, bitch? <laughs> 
because we got a full buffet of beef from Monet and uh, Tamisha right now. So, but you could check on Hot Goss yeah. for that. But this is classic. This is classic. Classic. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this was when the episodes were also an hour. I didn't notice that the episodes are now um, tri- ninety minute trilogies. So tight, so tiny and tight. These episodes. Mm-hmm. I mean, just yeah. quick. Uh, it was you know, it was uh, catchphrase, mini challenge, maxi challenge, runway done. See you next Mike week. Ruiz. Gorge. Mike Ruiz party at the at the Hilton extended stay overnight. <laughs> you go home. You go home. You go home. But this was the first time that they threw a big twist at us, like the the entry where Loved. the girls, yeah, kept us on our what toes. Privilege. Yes, and oh. um, I mean the the show at this time was really picking up steam. Um, I'm not saying it's because of season five, but I mean, <laughs> uh, I mean, I think <laughs> it was because you were the first girl to put a steamer in her rider. <laughs> Before that, all the garments were rumpled and wrinkled. They're rumpled and soiled. No, they still are, <laughs> if I have anything uh, to do with it. Honey, I saw your promo picture. The, <laughs> yes. The, oh, yes. New promo pic. Um, new promo pic. <laughs> promo princesses. Check the Dropbox. <laughs> uh, dude. <laughs> Thank you so much, Austin Young, for shooting our lovely massages. Fabulous. And- Refresh the artwork if you haven't, because, you know, I mean, let's... Listen, let's face facts. The real reason we wanted to dive into season six was so we could do that, you know, yeah. for a moping. <laughs> Honey, I, I don't wear black often, but when I do, you do it's it. to mock my sister. <laughs> Corbelina Actington. Corbelina Actrington. Yeah. Um, did you see that meme where um, RuPaul said, she said, I'm here to find down unders. First drag superstar. And then it's a picture of Courtney going, looking sad and <laughs> dismayed. Honey, yeah. she looked beautiful at the premiere, and so did Vanity. Vanity? Honey. Beautiful. Good. The dolls oh. are so beautiful. And she had ornamentation in her updo in the Baby. back. Where... It's one thing to be pretty for yourself, it's another thing to be pretty for all the people that are looking at you while you're throwing up later. <laughs> face down or getting <laughs> fucked doggy you know that's a whole nother thing that a drag queen needs to consider and a queen like vanity i salute thee right that's why you put that gas mask on the back of your uh on the back of your head on that apocalyptic challenge <laughs> i put that gas mask on my head because i was cheating they said you can use your own undergarments and i said well this is under my wig so i was like no this came styled oh, like this my. this was styled into this <laughs> 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 well, we start out, this episode is called RuPaul's Big Opening, part one. Mm-hmm. And the episode yeah. starts with a fake MGM title card. RuPaul's in a Catwoman runway look and saying, mm-hmm. This preview has been declared sickening for all audiences. <laughs> wow. I love that they're just laying into this. This is, it looks like they got money. I mean, the promo was good for it. Oh, yes. There were no bubble wands or archery um, (laughs) influences. Uh, But the voiceover says this. One year ago, in an abandoned studio, 14 queens were terrorized, broken down, and tortured. They read your journal. Well. (laughs) (laughs) That note must have fallen out of that old old brown overcoat you wore. (laughs) Since then, evil has laid dormant until now. This season... RuPaul's Drag Race is on the edge of gory. 
has 14 unspookable queens put the fear in fierce. Drop dead gorgeous fashion, scary good celebrities, and some crazy psycho bitches. But don't be scared. There's tears as well as fears. So get ready to get scared, silly. RuPaul's Drag Race is back. Wow. Uh, well, you know. Do you remember this promo with everybody bathed in purple light? Some girl was in milk. Some girl was in soup. I think someone had a big spoon. And Bianca was in a library tearing books out of a page. Pages out of a book. Honey, the level page of budge for that promo was sickening. This is this remains one of my favorite promos. There's a Black Panther creeping about. RuPaul um, anthropomorphizing into the Black Panther. <laughs> Pink light. Everyone's in black clothes. I am not mad, and I live. I live. I live that lifestyle. Budget wise, though, do you think it beats season four and our um, spaceship? No, you guys are nice. You guys were nice, but this is like the sequel. The sequel. Um. Yeah, the sequel. The sequels usually are sequential. You guys were cute. (laughs) (laughs) You guys looked good. (laughs) Well, at least I didn't have a harp. (laughs) I didn't have a prop. Who had a harp, Ivy? I uh, love Jade. Like, or was Jade, Jade the water bearer? Jade, I don't Jade remember. was seashells, I think. Seashells. Seashells. Uh, <laughs> um, this supercut was amazing, though. I love that um, <laughs> they used Bianca's editing. They used Bianca and they cut her into, like, she's saying it to the judges. She's like, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna do something when Santino wins a sewing challenge and Massage wears a turtleneck. And it just cuts to the judges going, <gasps> going oh, how could you say this to us? No one has ever spoken to in six seasons of this show, no one has ever spoken to me like this. Except Tammy Brown, the original Tammy Tidbit. <laughs> right. She talked back and she did not care. Also, Latrice Royale. She laid Santino out to the Good. point where he apologized twice, Good. like stuttering, like oh, "oh, oh, I didn't, I didn't mean to," like <laughs> in his fucking Tim Gunn voice. It was great. Um, so can we talk about the queens this season now? The dolls are gonna head to the workroom, and I want to talk about them. The dolls are coming. A door comes in, wrapped in a pashmina, because you know that set was cold as fuck. Of course. Um, then she drops it. She says, "I'm home. I'm a fucking Libra." And then she says, for all the queens telling me I'm not polished enough, I'm polish remover, bitch. So funny. So charismatic. The faces that Adore Delano is pulling in this fucking episode are just, I mean, she's like a fucking Muppet. She's just like eyes and like, she's like the the little, um, the there's this puppet in um, the Beetlejuice movie. That like creeps around <laughs> like it's a little wormhead person. <laughs> She's very that. I think she looks beautiful. The wig could have used a, a good little base tease and a shake, or maybe a go. No, just put it uh, on. Don't shake, just I... go. <laughs> um, ben de la Creme uh, enters and she's in t- full terminal delightful mode. Um, hi everybody, it's me, Ben de la Creme. <laughs> She says, De- uh, when she introduces herself to Adore, she says, Dela for short, duh for shorter, Miss Cram if you're nasty. <laughs> she's and then they cut right back to boy interview where she's like, um, I describe Dela as terminally delightful. 
Very James Mansfield, honey. When it's in full geesh, then it's a totally different voice. And when when the eyelash, when one eyelash is on, it's completely it's it's this. I'm not I'm not in character. I'm I'm not. But two lashes, two lashes, girl, watch out. (laughs) I one of the funny things that she slips. Ben has all these little wisecracks that like it seems like if you miss them. There will be another one coming down the barrel the next second because she says yeah. to uh, Adore asks Ben what her sign is and Ben's like I didn't get one of those and Adore's and like come, Ugh, okay <laughs> 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 what the fuck <laughs> yeah it's, it's it's definitely one of those things where Ben knows he's on television and is taking advantage of every moment can't fault him at all right lovely lovely Miss Jajajajia. Everything must be zebra print. Hello. She walks in with a, because she's drag excellence and she was repping Chicago. She walked in in a fully stoned uh, zebra print kefton cover up, which she reveals to a fully stoned and like beaded zebra print swimsuit. Okay. Honey, I don't know if you could call that a, a caftan. That was more like one of those umbrella covers that you throw out okay, after. Okay, well, it was it still was, a reveal. Walking it was in. A cover up. It was a cover-up. She looked beautiful. She Not looked mad at all. Very be- oh, and what about the purse? <laughs> I mean, does the purse get its own interview? Chair? What purse? All I saw was track and field accessories. <laughs> that hula hoop with a pocket? Yeah, I loved it. I actually am trying to buy it. I'm in negotiations right now with the Jajajia gun to buy it for the Palm Springs place. Oh, I bet she's going to get you for all your words. Oh, honey, (laughs) what she quoted me, I I literally said to her, I was like, I'm going to have to wait till 2021. 2020 has been tough. I was shocked. I was like, oh, okay. I should just go to the store and go to KB Toys R Us and get my own hula hoop. I mean, but uh, I, I need that one. I need it. Um, she looks beautiful. The hair is a great example of how you should do drag hair. It's fully the size of her fucking head. Yeah. And the way she takes off those glasses that she, she, a honey, she's, she's a walking vagina. She's so cunt. So cunt. (laughs) She's everything. And she says she is CCC crazy cuckoo cunt. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> just a little trip from Asia, just landed like fresh tilapia. Mm. And then she slams the bag on the table as like the period. Like she is oh, wonderful television. You don't. You just. You need Gia Gun on TV. You need. Can we her. talk? Can we talk about the part where she says? Um, I feel like you're going to be like the motherly figure. <laughs> oh, well, you called me old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. We're going to take a break before we get to the next girl because she's going to break her back while she throws herself on the floor. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors No Prep, No Mess Meals. Ooh, I'm thinking something al fresco. Mm. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors' fresh, never-frozen meals are dietitian approved 
and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Uh, have you tried the factors? I've loved the factors. Oh, it's girl. been the it factor for me, actually, for Absolutely. a while because there's so many different choices. Like you have 35 different things to choose from every week, and they're all different, and they it's like... I love the I love the variety because with 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore in your mouth. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Keep kitchen time to a minimum. Factor meals are ready in 2 minutes, no shopping, prepping, cooking or cleaning up. Head to factormeals.com slash drag50 and use code drag50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. Ooh, that's savings you can taste. That's drag code drag50 at factormeals.com slash drag50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time. All in one place, all on your terms. We all know everything is online these days, and it's important for your business to stand out. And that's why Squarespace is so important. We use it for Drag Queen of the Year, and it was really easy to use. Your Drag Queen of the Year site is beautiful. And I know. Somebody said it took less than an hour to do. Just click, click, click the box. Really quick, really easy. You don't need to learn code or anything. I love that. Uh, we... You can start with a completely personalized website with the new guided system, Squarespace Blueprint. You can choose from professionally curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, tailored to your brand or business and optimized for every device. And then you can easily launch your website and get discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. So you show up more often to more people and grow the way you want. And Squarespace makes it super easy to sell your products on an online store, whether you sell physical, digital, or service products. Squarespace has the tools you need. Plus, you can connect major social and multimedia accounts to your website in a few clicks as icons, direct links, or embedded feeds. And sellers can also sync their product catalog directly with Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Google to reach more customers and reduce the steps for a purchase. Love that seller sync. They've really thought of it all. They really have. So head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash drag to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. That's squarespace.com slash drag to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Oh, y'all wanted a twist, eh? Come on, season six. Let's get sickening. The, su- the subtitle said, let's get sickening. S-I-X-N-I-N-G. I thought um, she said sickening. I've always said it as sickening. Maybe we were wrong. Yeah, no, the subtitles are wrong. Okay. Um, Ganja comes in in this cute little plaid number with a feather. A feather in her cap. <laughs> Honey, yes. Looking and so she get, cute. She gets right on the floor. And she is happy, happy, happy to see her friend Adore. Because they started at the same club. Which I feel like was probably VIP, maybe? Oh, that TV show starring Pamela Anderson Lee. Yes. <laughs> Do you remember VIP? 
Honey, I auditioned for VIP. I remember it. <laughs> what, for Pam's part? No. Um, some drag queen. Girl. I used to watch it. I love that show. That, the, that, mm. the clothes? The detective skills? <laughs> like, that is fierce. Pamela Anderson's sickening. But also so is Laganja Estranja. And she, she and Gia are just carrying on immediately. Sushi rolls. Sushi rolls. Sushi rolls. And Dela is just... Bothered, b- b- flummoxed, and <laughs> flustered. <laughs> well, I mean, he, he and Jinx can't get that close to the floor usually unless they fall. <laughs> so I understand why he would be jealous of them sushi rolling down to the ground. <laughs> right. But uh, it's it's clear that this season is going to have a lot of charisma already. Oh and my in gosh. walks the face, uh. the beauty, windswept from the beaches of Puerto Rico. Reporting for duty, April Carrion is in the house. Hmm. She just parachuted in, uh, which is a first in Drag Race history. I mean, there's been many shoots, but no parachutes. Right. I can't believe they didn't show her landing. I guess they didn't have the cameras set up outside. But she parachuted in. Uh, She's carrying the parachute behind her. She says she's a cross between Bjork and Coco Rocha. And, I mean, April Carry On is one of the most beautiful beauties to ever enter drag race she's pretty 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 sure. pretty pretty beauty beauty pretty pretty mm-hmm. and next walks in my good friend miss mm-hmm. kelly mantle mm-hmm. she says hey bitches y'all ready to rock and roll <laughs> <laughs> and then she takes she whips off her sunglasses and says "Ooh, better put these back on <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding everyone i love kelly mantle so much uh, anyone who has even dabbled in drag in Los Angeles has probably worked with Kelly Mantle in some capacity. Uh, uh, you were on several hundred TV shows with Kelly. <laughs> I hate you so much. Weren't you? I mean, you guys were. I mean, she's the TV girl. Southland, Mm -hmm. uh, CSI. Yeah, we've done we've done a few together. We definitely got cast a bunch together. But uh, she has the nerve, the gall, the cheek, the gumption (laughs) to say, "I am an actor. I've been on a bunch of television shows, but I promise I'm not going to walk around reciting Uh, my IMDb page uh, like some people we know from past seasons." The read. I don't know who she's talking about either, but I'd love to get to the bottom of this. Whoever it is sounds like a real cunt. I mean, whoever (laughs) she's referring to. (laughs) Just kidding. Must be RuPaul. (laughs) Michelle, probably. Gia says, I don't know. That simple black dress with glowing hearts on it is just not giving me drag. The things that Gia intoned, she's like, for someone who's been around this long. If it's just not giving it. Maybe it's just not for you. <laughs> I I like that they show Gia being friendly saying, or trying to be friendly saying, hi. And then they cut to her interview. <laughs> Kelly looked a mess. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is classic Gia. It's wonderful. It's so great to see her back. Um, next up in the room is Miss Vivacious. Wow. She comes in and she says, mother has arrived. <laughs> Yes. And she was in the carpool lane too because Ornacia's with her. Uh-huh. I have, and I have a question about Ornacia. Yeah. Is that a styrofoam wig head yes. with the eyes hollowed out and then glow things put into him? 
Oh, it like the eyes were changing color. Yeah. Or did yeah. Did, it green, did she green screen it and get him to key it out? I do, I don't think it was that. Oh, okay. <laughs> could you imagine? You know what? I'm just gonna wear a green dress into the workroom. If you guys could just make it look like it's covered in Swarovskis, thank you so much. A B Fire Opals. Very Maureen San Diego type of tease. Mm-hmm. Um, Vivacious has a little bit of a wardrobe malfunction because she's trying to reveal her actual head, and the other queens are cheering for her. And it's like it's it feels like one of those cabinets in an RV that like just won't open Girl. until you really figure out how to open it. Um, and they're like, "Yes, pull it down! Come on, come on! Show us, darling! Show us what it looks! Show us!" <laughs> And she finally does, and it's worth the wait. Uh, And, you know, sometimes they do allow the girls to redo their entrances. Do you think they let her redo her entrance? Since this was an error. Maybe we can ask our special guest this episode. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So then the girls are like, okay, can't wait to see the rest of the dolls. And then video message. And they're like, no, 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 that's not enough girls. Keep going. Send more in. That is when your fucking asshole falls out of your pants. Their pussies went either up into their throat or down to their ankles. Mm -hmm. Because they all, once you get thrown a twist, when you think you know what's happening, and then they want to throw in a little, um, a little lime twist. Uh uh-uh. uh. Right. You know you know they knew there was some shit coming. Bubbly bounce. Um, RuPaul <laughs> says, We interrupt this Kiki to bring you a special bulletin. This season the drag revolution will be televised. So don't adjust your sets because this extravaganza will be broadcast in HDS. That's High definition shade. We now return to regularly scheduled competition already in progress. Uh, RuPaul comes into the workroom and she just gives a casual count. She says, okay, ducks, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven. Yep, that's it. That's it. Yeah. And Gia, much like she said to uh, Courtney Act at the AAA Girls show, she said, is there no budget? Uh, <laughs> I have she... no budget. <laughs> no budget. Trade for print. <laughs> it yeah, is um... good exposure. <laughs> yeah, there. Uh, Rue explains that there will be two premieres this season. Mm-hmm. And she says, this group of queens are going to compete against one another. And one queen is going to go home. And the same thing will happen the next week with seven more queens. And she says, because the only thing better than one big opening is two big openings. Which means she's never been to a bathhouse on Labor Day. Um, She says, this way no one will be lost in the crowd. And honestly, I think this is a great idea. Because we get to know the girls a little bit more. Instead of like, if if you're not in the top or the bottom, you get sloughed to the back. Exactly. And and this one, no one's really in the background. We really get to see more of each one than we would if this was a whole episode with 13 or 14 girls, you know? So yeah, I do think that it's, it's a wonderful service to the girls that they were doing this now. I love this device uh, because yes. And it's exactly, it's like, she says no one will be lost in the crowd because it is sort of like, you can kind of skate away with some bullshit on episode one and two. If it's when it's the full like cast, but this way, 
the girls are a little bit more scared because there's only seven of them and two of them are going to end up in the bottom. So it's really like you have to deliver really hard uh, for a chance to win a sickening supply of color evolution cosmetics. Wait, but did you see those makeup kits? They were like plastic, like Blick art cases. They were not makeup kits. So you saw what we got on season five? Oh, is that what y'all got too? We had color evolution as well, and it's a lot of like mineral makeup, like mineral, like bare minerals. Oh yeah, that's great for beard cover. Just buff Ooh. something into the beard cover. No, make it all a fucking mess. No, but I guess they had a good deal because it's this is the second year of color evolution. I mean, it's no Elf cosmetic. I'll tell you that, uh, honey. I like Elf. Me too. I used it uh, last week. Yeah. What in the fuck? What? England is loud. You got wind. We're going to take a break. Honestly, I just saw a cardboard box blow down the street. That's how windy it is. A cardboard box. What floor are you on? I'm on the fifth floor. (laughs) It's the Macy's thing. Not in the wind. No, but I saw saw garbage bags fly off the building next door to me. My outfit. Earlier today. (laughs) Honestly, your whole wardrobe. No. A a sickening wardrobe. We'll be back. I'm going to go try to catch this bag. Imagine upgrading your wardrobe with luxury essentials at unbeatable prices. Quince is here to transform the way you shop with a range of high-quality items priced within reach. Mama, okay, so what they do is they send us some credits so we can go on their website and buy some items. I bought this pullover, like, um, this sweatshirt, and now it's, like, my favorite thing to wear. I literally wear it all the time. It's like so cute. I've been wearing Quince at least a couple times a week because these basics are so comfortable and I love them. I was just like, that goes with everything. Let's wear it. Exactly. There's a 100% Mongolian cashmere sweater from $50, washable silk tops and dresses, organic cotton sweaters, and 14 karat gold jewelry. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. Now, Quince offers a range of high-quality items at prices within reach. And Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical and responsible manufacturing practices in premium fabrics and finishes. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash drag. Drag. For free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash drag. And get free shipping and 365-day return. Quince.com slash drag. Drag. Hinge is the dating app designed to be deleted. I like Hinge because it's one of those things where you have all these things to answer questions about, and I love talking about myself. Hinge prompts help you show off your full personality and connect with someone who appreciates you. Exactly. Specifically, Hinge's LGBTQIA prompts are designed to help queer daters better connect based on similarities, interests, and compatibility. Plus, these prompts were created in collaboration with GLAD, so they are by the people for the people. Willem, let's answer one of these prompts together. Okay, here's here's a good one. It says, I feel proudest of who I am when... I personally feel proudest of who I am when I'm, like, on stage and I'm doing a show and I'm like, this is... This is... 
fucking great. The audience is there with me. I like that. I feel proudest of who I am when the flight attendant gives me a little nod and lets me know I can use the closet because he knows what's in the bag. Yeah. Yes. LGBTQIA plus prompts are a great way to connect around niche yet relatable queer experiences by showcasing your nuances, humor, personality, and lived experiences. Download Hinge and show off your full self using their LGBTQIA plus prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. So this mini challenge is a typical America's Next Top Model ripoff. This, the girls did the fairy tale, Sleeping Beauty, Princess, basic American Neck Top. <laughs> the girls jumped into a pit oh. of foam. <laughs> Which, uh, yeah, this is lifted directly from uh, America's Next Top Model. They did a shoot where they are, are meant to be in midair. Um, and which makes sense because Mike Ruiz shot. I n- think he might have shot that for Top Model. Right. I remember him shooting on Top Model for sure. But um, it's all hashtag all TV all shade. Right. Um, and they're right. There are a few transvestites here. Um, it has very little to do with TV though. I mean, it's, the background is painted like a TV, but they. It's about But none of them jump high enough that they're in the background also. (laughs) This seemed really fucking dangerous to me. Honestly, my favorite part was when Ornatia um, popped up out of the foam. And it was just just Ornatia, no vivacious. Yeah. She was still, like, submerged. But I think more of the girl... The girls might have done better if they thought of it as jumping instead of falling. Right. No, it's not it's not a life alert commercial, ladies. Well, okay. Well, we'll talk about each one, but okay. The, we get to see the new and improved shoeless pit crew. Um Jason, Simon Sean, Miles, and Simon. Uh, Honey, they added six new names. Simon Sherry Wood, Miles Davis Moody. Yes, mommy. Uh, <laughs> all the names. Serial killers and pit crew members all have three names. If you look if you look through the history books. Um, it's, Sarah Jessica it's Parker. Right. Um, <laughs> it's pretty wild. Also, it's, it's I think crazy. Simon Simon was just there because he came with Courtney. They were really good friends around that time. You know, rescue in doing that zipper face. (laughs) Courtney knows how to do Simon. (laughs) Um, Um, They're sponsored by Scruff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They have (laughs) Scruff on their underwears. Um, It's a shame Scruff doesn't make footwear. But, um, you know, maybe for season well, gr- seven that'll change. The girls are in footwear, though, because they put on, they have to put on these little booties, I guess, for safety. Because, Ugh, you know. These little peds. <laughs> Disgusting. I have no peds. <laughs> uh, these, these are the ugliest uh, things someone could put on their foot. <laughs> These little, these little, uh, what, like fucking hospital like shoes, like just. How would a high heel have hurt this challenge? I You're jumping d- into foam. I don't. I, I. I. This is dangerous all around. The girls are climbing up onto a high platform, and then the idea is they jump gracefully into a box full of foam, basically. To land softly, but some of the girls are taller than the other girls. Ornacia, uh, uh, Vivacious's headpiece, Ornacia, almost hits the other side. So I'm just thinking, like, if you really jumped, you could fucking bang your head on the she side. Could have broken both her necks. Right. 
Um, Adore is a little awkward with this, but she has a great personality and, you know, she goes first. So uh, she does good. Dela does really well. She keeps her face. They give her one note. She yeah. up to the light. Looking beautiful. Did, did Gia change her outfit? She fucking did. Yes. What do you think she had in that giant purse? She had a switch of outfit, Darl. Yes. She had a look. She, 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 I bet she had fucking fins in there, too, in case the first challenge was water. Honey, if it, in know? case it's swimming, I will be swimming to the top, sweetie. <laughs> I like when she Whoosh. says, did I do good? Was that better? And then she just—it doesn't compute that she didn't do it right. RuPaul's like, "Well, well, no, but you can try again." Was that good though? <laughs> She's like, "Did you get the frame?" <laughs> Did we get her the- face. Her face does not move, and you don't know if she's trolling us the whole season. She's just like. Was that better? <laughs> She's so good. <laughs> it's wonderful. Um, Laganja flies through the air like a flying trapeze. She looks. Yes. She knows what she's doing. She's an air airborne beauty. Exactly. And, you know, some of the girls take to this stuff really, really easy. Some of the girls, some of the girls flop off the edge um, and almost hit Ornacia on the other side. Um, the queens go back into the workroom and they are de-dragging, okay? And, uh, Kelly is looking around and she's like, okay, well, me and Vivacious are kind of the elder stateswomen of the group here. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the girls are, are getting naked. Some of the girls. <laughs> Some, Some of the girls are getting out drag. <laughs> Gia just doesn't see it for Kelly. She says... If it's not, if it's just not giving it, maybe it's not for you. This is, this should be called the Gia Gun Show because first of all, she's reading Kelly beneath the dirt. Uh, she's, uh, then she's like, so do you want to see my, all the spectacular clothes that I brought a door? How is she, she though? Said, How is she though? How is she <laughs> though? And Adore tells her to fuck all the way off. Because at this point, it feels like she brought like four four little scoochie dresses, um, right? Yeah. Do you do you think that uh, any of the girls would weaponize their wardrobe and show it off to intimidate <laughs> the other girls? Well, I think Gia was just. The, I don't think it was necessarily an intimidation tactic. I think it was she was excited about the fierce shit that she brought. Maybe it was a little like my my shit's better than yours. My shit's better than yours. But, you know, as we will go on to see, I, it, maybe, maybe more so now, it really is, I mean, your clothing has to be really fucking elevated. But back then, it was very, like, it was more, like, personality-based, and you could get a little, you could get by with some, you know, with not everything being fully stoned and custom and perfect, you know? I would, yeah, I, I would like to, um... Uh, cement your your sentiments about Gia though. She's I counted almost every other interview talking head clip is Gia. She mm-hmm. they they milked Gia. They put her on a milking machine and said, "Just feed us quotes, baby, feed us." And she, she sure did. She was feeding, darling. Honey, there was a feeding frenzy. 
Um, RuPaul comes back into the workroom and surprise, surprise, Miss Lagonja Estranja wins the mini challenge. Honestly, beauty and grace in the air. It's hard to do. And Ganja did it. She looks beautiful. And Laganja is serving a look in her out of drag workroom look, which I commend her for. And uh, some the of the girls, yeah, yes, she had on a black lip. Um, she was very like she was very putting consideration into her workroom look. And some of the girls later in the season try to like read her about this, but nowadays, especially on All Stars, the girls are dressed in the workroom in custom outfits and that's another category now so i think laganja was really on the forefront of like taking it there for us honestly like remember shay's all-star workroom looks yeah that was was joey j's finale look (laughs) basically just jumpsuits (laughs) and the girls are trying to read laganja like oh you're doing too much baby it's like you're on tv and it's called rupaul's drag race and it's a drag show every second you're on camera is a second to say something and do something so i commend laganja for that some of the girls see something some of the girls shake See something, say something, hat day. So Laganja, as her prize for winning the mini challenge, gets to award the teams um, the boxes Mm -hmm. for... Oh, well, first of all, RuPaul pulls all the girls out. She's like, oh, no, I forgot. I totally double parked. Girls, follow me. And then they run out of the studio, and RuPaul has this truck. And I think the girls think that the other bitches are in the truck. Well, because RuPaul gives us a good old misdirect before the commercial and says, do you want to meet the other seven queens? Well, you can after you do this episode. I mean, it's a very, I mean, deep misdirect. And also RuPaul's storage whores. That doesn't sit well with me. I don't know why I don't like that. I mean, you you do know that in season four, we started saying that the girls were available for paid encounters when we weren't top three. And RuPaul does not mind a girl making her coins any way she can, I'm sure. No, listen, there's nothing wrong with sex work. What I don't like is I don't, I generally don't like when people call um dra- a group of drag queens like, come on, you bitches, or like, come on, whores, come on, you fucking skanks, let's go. Like, I don't like that general like vibe like if if i want to call myself a whore or a slut or or a slag fierce but when it's referred to like a group of drag queens like we should be called a dazzle or a gaggle or a murder we should not be called a group of fucking nasty ass fucking skags you know what i mean i mean i've seen some of the girls <laughs> if you want to identify that way it's fine but like i don't like like a truck referring to like a group of my friends as like storage whores i don't it doesn't sit well with me for some Caref- reason careful with your rotator cuff because you're reaching <laughs> first of all whore i mean first most of, of all, all you're <laughs> you're... <laughs> i i th- right. i'm not I- reaching I'm not reaching. This bothers me. This bothers me. I almost just came because you were reaching around so hard. Oh my God. (laughs) Most of these girls are whores. Oh my God. Uh, You are a whore, darling. Show them what they want you to see. Take the cash, you cash the check, you open up a fucking truck full of boxes, and you choose one. We're going to take a whore break. (laughs) Actually, 
Stop! Explain, Come on, you explain. stupid whores. You're taking a break. <laughs> See, I don't like explain. that. Get in the whore truck. <laughs> explain what this main challenge is, and then we'll take a break. So the main challenge is the girls have to take junk from these trunks and create a high-fashion drag look for the runway, yes. which boxes that are labeled with different television shows, yes. such as Dancing with the Stars, Duck Dynasty, Keeping Up with the Kardashians, et Game of Thrones, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Other shows Courtney's been on. Um, yeah. EastEnders. So Laganja's prize for winning the mini challenge is... She gets to sign the boxes with the TV shows on them. Yes. And, uh, she picks Dancing with the Stars because mm-hmm. she's a dancer. She's the dancer girl. Uh-huh. Um, she gives April Carry On Duck Dynasty based on her workroom entrance look, which is a little bit of shade. I mean, using the information available to determine calculations, I, I'm not mad at right. it. Um, Gia gets Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Appropriate. She finds that very apropos. Mm. Vivacious gets Game of Thrones. Mother has which, arrived of dragons. Which makes sense, too, because she knows the show. And um, Adore is hinting Golden Girls. And they just... Sh- oh, I hope I get Golden Girls. Oh, thank you for being Ooh, I just love friend. Golden Girls. Oh, I just love that Golden Girls Ooh, show. Give me that reggae pump. Dorothy, Sophia, you know, I lo- just love those. And then Laganja's like, and you're going to get Here Comes Honey Boo Boo. I, I have a question, though. Adore says in the interview that she was saying it, and I'm sure she was, but why don't they show her saying it? She maybe she was saying it quietly behind her hand. Oh, and she was next to Ganja. So do you think Ganja heard her and was like, no. You have to sing out, Louise. Why? What What prevented Adore from saying, I want Goldiger? Like, can't you just say what you... Or maybe they weren't allowing that. I mean... Wh- Anybody who doesn't use their voice when they should use their voice, especially when it's a voice like a doors, <laughs> that's a good fault. voice. It's a good voice. Yeah. Um, but here comes Honey Boo Boo kind of works for her too, I guess, because, you know, like uh, a daffy personality character. Mm-hmm. Kelly um, gets mm-hmm. downtown Abbey. <laughs> Honey, I'm not uptown Abbey. I'm downtown Abbey. <laughs> um, and Dela gets the Golden Girls. Mm, jealous. Okay, work. Thank you for being a friend. Thank you for being my friend. Uh, Gia and Dela are both thrilled with their boxes. April is on the other end of the box spectrum. Her box is full of crap. It's crap. Just crap. (laughs) She says it's crap. It's crap. And why the fuck does Adore Delano have a bag of spaghetti in the... This is just a prank. That's disgusting. You are nothing to do with drag. There is no way, and some of the, I mean, uh, uh, Dela had um, cheesecake? cheesecake, I think. So oh, I, cool. maybe they all had food items of some kind. Kelly had bacon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why the fuck they give it a door to Lotto, a Ziploc bag full of uh, full of spaghetti? I guess the reason they did it is so they can have the image of a Dordalano holding up a bag of spaghetti and saying, what the absolute fuck is this? Which is really what we as the viewer want. Gaganzola, that's what it is. Uh, Or just smells it and she's like, ugh. Fresh Gaganzola. She didn't even fish out the hot dog chunks yet. Oh my god, I'm gonna throw up. Those are the best part. (laughs) RuPaul comes in for a a walk around. Mm Mm-hmm. She uh, mentions that Adore was on season something of American Idol. Yes. And 
she was only 17. Adore has a great humor about her American Idol past. She says she looked like a lesbian Jonas brother. <laughs> I remember when she put in those purple hair extensions and I was watching at home and I just remember thinking, oh, that's too much for America. <laughs> she went home that week. Oh, I, I remember thinking like, oh, okay, I love it. But uh, the flyover states are not going to take kindly to that, <laughs> darling. Not Jane and Joe Beer can. Uh uh-uh. uh. No, no, That's no. That's no, what RuPaul no. likes to say. Uh, RuPaul asked her about her sewing skills and. Um, some of the girls said, don't know how to sew, covered in drag race. Yeah, some of the girls' sewing skills are show show. Yes. Um, uh, Vivacious is a fan of Game of Thrones. Uh, she said, Well, this is what I don't understand because Vivacious is like explaining her look and she's like, I'm gonna do a baby dragon on my shoulder. And they play the hokey pokey Holly Hobby music. And RuPaul is like, What? What are you talking about? Like, it's the most absurd thing uh, to do. A, you're given a box with dragons in it to suggest that you're going to wear one of the dragons that is provided in the box. And then RuPaul to be like, wait, what? Huh? What are you doing? Why? What are you doing? You fucking moron. How fucking on dare you? Show? How dare you do <laughs> on a drag show where you are tasked with making an outfit out of the absurd items we put in a box? I liked her idea, and I thought the Hokey Pokey music was unwarranted in this moment. I huh. mean, but you never know. She could turn herself around. Um, turn Ru- the beat around. <laughs> turn the wigs around. <laughs> well, Rue is coming to Kelly at this point, and she tells Kelly that she reminds her of a young Carol Burnett. And Kelly... Yes. Uh, kind of does, you know? Very that. They they I, definitely have a family resemblance. I'm really not sure how this giant flower in the Downton Abbey box goes with Downton Abbey. Did they have silk flowers forget? back then? I don't. You know, I I haven't I haven't watched Downton Abbey yet because Me I'm neither. waiting to to binge watch it um, when <laughs> I get my facelift. Um, another when I'm old. <laughs> no, I haven't had my first yet. <laughs> Um, uh, but I'm saving certain shows like Game of Thrones and Downton Abbey for my downtime. Um, Game of Thrones is great. Go for that one. Okay. Um, I started watching that in the middle and then I went back and like the middle was just, I started watching on that Red Wedding episode mm. and honey, I needed a panty liner. There was so much blood. Okay. You had your own (laughs) Red Wedding. Oh, God. This is my real voice. Okay. Um, (laughs) April says that she's going to tailor a pair of pants into some high-waisted fashion moment. Um, And Rue says, well, if you're a man, you can't wear pants. (laughs) Like, oh my God. Cut to four seasons later, pants on the runway. I mean, uh, come on. Oh my gosh. I think RuPaul thought that these girls were the bottom seven. (laughs) <laughs> because she's treating them like it. No, uh, you, out of all these girls, Adore and Dela are the only ones that like placed high. I think, kind of. Maybe Gia was sixth or seventh too. But I feel like Ganja uh, was middle. Right. All these girls yeah. were out earlier middles. Well, Adora. Yeah, she was third. Um, or second actually. Sorry, Court. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> uh. Uh, Gia has, has nothing. <laughs> Gia talks talks 
not in circles, in spheres. Yeah, she's talking in so many circles. It's a it's a globe. She says maybe like a dress, but so like was, a gown. Something I was thinking long. like um, sort of just taking like some of the stuff, making a like maybe a dress <laughs> and rubble. Vague, vague. Describe your outfit without any conclusions. Hey, hey, vague. It's very vague. Deep vague. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The movies are back, baby. And if you're looking for a weekly podcast to keep up with all the new releases and all the hottest news and rumors coming out of Hollywood, check out Movies Baby with Five Wise. Is Emma Stone on track for greatest actress of all time? What's the best Godzilla movie of all? What's up with John Cena? Love Lies Bleeding? We'll take more where that came from. What movie should have won Best Picture at this year's Oscars? Hint the name of two months and they ain't close together those are just some of the topics we've discussed on recent episodes of movies baby every week on movies baby forever dog co-founders and lifelong movie fanatics brett and joe break down the hottest movie news review the latest releases shout out forgotten classics and prophesy the future of hollywood you can listen to movies baby wherever you get podcasts and you can watch movies baby live every thursday night on YouTube at Movies Baby with five Y's. Movies Baby! How you going, mate? Oh, you dog-ass mole. Oh, put another Bilby on the barbecue. Bob's your uncle. Is that something they say? No, she's my sister, actually. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, we, we would like to... Yeah, we would. We would. We would. We would. We would. We would like to both tell you about the wonderful things that are happening simultaneously over on, the, on the chop. Absolutely. <laughs> and our sisters Manila and Latrice are reviewing Drag Race Down Under, mm-hmm. and uh, we would love to give you a little shampling. Yeah. So this is a little segment we call the Down Under Digest. <laughs> My name is Latrice Royale. And I'm Manila Luzon. And this is your Down Under Digest. On episode one of RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under, we meet all the queens. Do you think the overall entrance looks and lines were a top or a chop? Uh, overall top. Top? Yeah. An acting meaning challenge full of screaming, crying, and nonstop rue laughter. Did you live? <laughs> I lived. It was fun. Two runway looks, born naked, and their hometowns. How were the fashions for you? Oh, fashionable. Sickening. And a stellar lip sync. Were you gagged? I was a little bit gagged. I live. For more recaps of season one of RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under, check out The Chop every Thursday here on The Mom Network. Usually they come in and they go like the next day and they get into makeup. But the voiceover just says, later you'll be on the main stage runway. 
I feel like they, they probably had the photo shoot and then they were given their stuff and then they were told to work on their things. And then the next day they were told to get into drag and do any little last things they needed to do. And that's how it usually works. I feel like they yeah. didn't show the girls going home and then coming back the next day. I don't know why. Maybe because the show is only 60 minutes and they can't show everything. But um, it made them seem like they were really slammed. And Adore's outfit doesn't feel like it's going to come off of the mannequin. I made one attempt to help the bitch get the ensemble off of the mannequin, and she told me to go away, so... Yeah, but Gia's attempt (laughs) at helping, to be fair, was probably going over with nail polish remover and a lighter. No, uh, she was trying to help, but I understand Adore Delano's panic, and uh, again, I'm glad for it on this moment because it's really good TV, I understand her panic, though, because I've had an outfit fall apart that I had constructed out of hot glue in a dream, and it was it was coming down time to write. Um, uh, so, uh, <laughs> Adore is just banging the fuck out of that mannequin, dude. Just... Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> But on the main stage, we see Ms. RuPaul, okay, in a glittering silver aquamarine ensemble that this one did come off the mannequin. Honey, you like how I look in the aquamarine? <laughs> Get your Vaseline from season one. I mean, put it on the lens. Um, uh, I love put it, this. Put it on the lens. <laughs> it's, I mean, this is Matthew's work. I mean, the hair, the oh. makeup, so soft, so uh, just, I mean, it's ethereal, the whole look. She looks beautiful. Um, yeah. No notes. No uh, notes. For her. <laughs> Santino looks like he's at a company picnic. Oh Couldn't even gosh. put a blazer on. No. no. Uh, Michelle no. Visage. Um, uh, Tits looks, up to her lower lash. She looks like a really fun girl at a concert. <laughs> like, she looks like a Bratz doll aged up. <laughs> she looks like she And that's not a read. Really that's not a read. Fun. And that she might have some fun stuff in her purse if you're at a party with her. <laughs> For sure. Um a couple of a couple of good uh are who who had those hair accessories that she was throwing out of her hair while she was lifting Stacy Lane. Lane. It feels like there's <laughs> Stacy Lane accessories in her hair. The chinchilla pieces, honey. Yeah. Yes. By the way, yeah. say a prayer for Stacy Lane. She just got out of the hospital. Uh, oh. If you're listening to this, just send yes. her some good vibes, mm-hmm. please. And thank you uh, for the original Heather. Uh, um, yes, absolutely. We love Stace. We have our, our friend Adam there, and Mike Ruiz is on the panel also. Yes. Um, and the Runway song, which they introduced at the beginning of the episode, they started playing it, is Sissy That Walk. It's a good song. Great song. Uh, Shall we bring it Bring it to the runway? First up is Miss Gina Gunn, uh, it, as Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Um, this is like a black and silver woven uh, fringe with a little booty shoe and those good old pageant rolls up on her hair. I just I think she looks really good put together and very lovely. I think she looks great too, but since they didn't show any of the girls actually making 
anything. I'm wondering what was in there already. Like, was that bodysuit or did she actually weave that out of like, you know, did she have a loom? Like, what did she make? <laughs> that disaster I, was looming. I, but... I know she. I know she put those pom poms on the back of that shoe, and that's about it. And maybe the fringe, but she's she is serving presentation. She looks yeah, beautiful. She looks great. Uh, April Carry On mm-hmm. is in a um a grab bag of Duck Dynasty uh uh offerings. She's got uh-huh. some browns. She's got some flannels. She's got a duck. Um, she but, doesn't give a duck, um, honey, and, and it ain't plucked. I'll tell you that that hairline in the back—that's a. Squ- this is, and they read her for this too. Um, they didn't read Fifi her season when she did it. Like when a person has a squarish hairline in the back, that tends to read butch or a square sideburn. You know, um, like Vanity's live, she had a sideburn before Drag Race Live, and she just took a razor to it, and she was literally. Squ- the way she was shaving, it hurt me all the way from Australia. <laughs> yeah. April's hairline is kind of square, and they read her for it, basically. They did. They read her for it. I mean, I take umbrage with this critique because, I mean... That was the color she- of her gown, umbrage. <laughs> a burnt umbrage. <laughs> she still looks beautiful, and she still looks feminine, even with a square hairline. Uh, and so, and, and that's applaudable. I thought she looked really great. And you've heard of soap on a rope, but this is duck on a rope. <laughs> <laughs> if it's uh, if, if it's up, then it's duck. Uh, <laughs> if it's up, then it's duck. Then it's duck on a rope. Um, next up is Miss Laganja Estranja, honey, mama. Honey, from the ankles up, I love this look. She looks futuristic. She looks stylish. It, it could be off of any runway. But then when you get to the ankles down, you see that it is too long. She's wearing a glitter wedge. But the nails, the lip, the head, it's all very space princess and beautiful. I'm not mad at it. No, uh, yes, I the think she looks were. cool. What is it giving me Dancing with the Stars? Depends I'm not, what episode. I'm not certain. I don't to me, Dancing with the Stars is always like a glittery fucking cha-cha dress and fucking cha-cha heels and just hair, 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 hair. To me, for me, in general. <laughs> Um, do, am I saying I don't like this look? No, because I love this look, and I love okay. the Mike Ruiz. The, the the sort of collar around her head is is a, a very uh, it's a very high fashion detail, and I think she looks cool, and I fucking love Laganja. So, next up is our sister Kelly Mantle, and mm-hmm. honestly, she looks like she's at a bridal fashion show as a bridesmaid. She looks beautiful, and I don't know I how they're so. reading her for her makeup. Michelle says her makeup what? was horrible. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> Michelle says her makeup was horrible, and her makeup is fine. She looks really pretty. She looks honestly like, and I know we're. This is not how we rate the girls, but she looks like a woman. She does. Uh, I find the dress very wearable. I love the color palette. I think it's soft. I think it's feminine. I lo- I like this look a lot, mm-hmm. especially. Uh, judging from the fact that she does not have sewing or construction experience in any way. I think the She's fit is also very good. Experience. I've seen some of her men. <laughs> Trade workers. Honey. She, when that, when that bell rings. Adore Delano gets a deep side eye look for RuPaul. Just RuPaul is looking. Uh, bothered 
honestly. And Adore tries to fun it up a little bit with some sunglasses and some charactery things, but it it needs a, uh, it needs some underpinnings. I feel like if she made that short and then made it fluffy like a little girl's party dress, it would have served her a lot better. RuPaul's doing the thing where she tilts her head back to try to not get sick and show her bottom teeth. If uh, you if you can't see it, that's exactly what I described it as. Just barely the, show the, right. The, the, uh, the issue here is that I mean, it probably the construction that she did probably fell apart on the mannequin because of the mannequin when she ripped it off. Yeah, and so it appears as though she is wearing a sheet of fabric belted, <laughs> which I think they tell her that, and because that's what it is with an American apparel belt. That be all. That being said. All she the uh, she, I mean, the makeup is beautiful. The hair is lovely. I it, feel like this is her promo hair, and they just like jacked it up mm, to high heaven. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. she wore that big pink look in yes. the promo. I think it, um, it gives me Honey Boo Boo as well. So I mean, it, you know, it, it was a little rough on the construction side, but I think she looks cool. Uh, honey Boo Boo, vivacious. <laughs> yes. What time is it? Oh, it's bird. Okay, okay. It's, it's bird o'clock. Oh my God, I have Honey. a meeting at half past bird. I really <laughs> Bird's a great photographer. I know her. Um, they sent a raven and it landed right on her wrist. I get the Game of Thrones reference. Um, you know, but- the actually, Vivacious's wrist piece in this challenge goes on to become RuPaul's makeup artist in a few years. Oh, how wonderful. <laughs> has a raven on her on her wrist. I love this look on Vivacious. Wait, do you mean the makeup artist that showed up a week late to Australia because she didn't clear up her paperwork and that's why Rue wasn't in drag for the first episode? Is that the raven you mean? Wait just a goddamn second. Is that what happened? Oh yeah, talk to Corbeline to act. Damn. Okay. Yeah, so Vivacious's look is um I love it. foil couture with some feathers. I love it. All these girls are relying heavily on sequin dot. Not all of them, but like three of them. And what's the matter with that? Nothing I as long love, as you pair it with the right shoe and tailoring, but none I of them love, seem to do that. I love Vivacious's look. I think she looks cool. So you'd wear it? Yes. Send it over. It, with the lights on. Yes, send it over. <laughs> and the bird bracelet better be fucking coming too. And her walk is full of full of vivaciousness. I love Baby, I love. if you wear that anywhere near me, believe I'll give you the bird. <laughs> Best believe, Huntry. Yeah. Um Fly let's away. talk about let's talk about Ben <laughs> who, who comes out like he's on a completely different episode in this immaculately tailored gown with swags oh, on swags of fabric. What was in this bitch's box? Well, she had really nice fabrics, but she also knows her silhouette and she knows how to achieve it. Now, I'm guessing 
she did some very clever hot gluing and she has this sort of side swoop of fabric that I'm guessing is hiding a multitude of like gluing going on. But she's got it done to a point where it's it really fits on her body fabulously. She knows her shape. She knows her silhouette, her proportions. It's Golden Girlsy. It's Dela. It's beautiful. Let me tell you, that ruche was touched because she gave that booty. Booty she looked She looked great. And so she brought beautiful. out cheesecake, too. Honey, um, not only must you be sexy, but you must also have a body. It's called cheese cheesecake. Cake. Huh. <laughs> um, so they are throwing the word fish around like we're at Pike Place Market. Let me tell you oh, that. Oh, my God. I feel like fish, I'm fish, at the fish. spillway. I feel like I'm at the <laughs> spillway. Uh, and we're throwing loaves of bread at the uh, piles <laughs> of of uh, bass that are just eating. <laughs> um, yes, that, that word is thrown around a lot. Who's tops, who's bottoms, who's gutter? What's going on? Everybody wants to fuck April Carry Or no, Adam Lambert wants to fuck April Carry on. Michelle doesn't agree with anything Santino says to the point where she's giving him eyes and texting RuPaul under the table. Can we get rid of him? <laughs> like, I don't you, like this Ru, guy. You know, after this episode, like this Michelle was like, who the fuck is this guy? And Ru was like, he's been here a couple seasons. And Michelle's like, no, <laughs> get rid of him. Hate him. Get, a, get another faggot. A blonde one. I'm the brunette. <laughs> <laughs> they are gushing over Ben de la Creme, obviously. Um, and they really go in on Kelly and Vivacious. They're they're not very and kind to Laganja, also. They they tell her that she's doing um she lost her neck and she's trying too hard and pushing her personality inauthentically. Um but the same could be said about Gia from the way that they're editing it, where both of them not interrupt, but they're right on the edges of the judges' comments, and they have a a, a comment back like "absolutely" or "absolutely." Uh-huh. Yeah, I I'm not sure if Gia said "absolutely" all three of those times that they put it there because two of them sounded very similar, like they doubled it <laughs> and just changed the camera. But who knows? Reality television. Um, very Saint-Tropez. Absolutely. My favorite, my favorite thing about Mike Ruiz saying is vivacious that she looks like Carol Channing meets Edgar Allan Poe. <laughs> Again, but what's wrong with that? I I'm they they make these girls play TV shows they've never seen. What the yeah. fuck are they supposed to do? Um I think Bob I, the drag queen did Carol Channing meets Edgar Allan Poe for Snatch Game. <laughs> um <laughs> the, uh, List okay, so the safe dolls are Gina Gunn, uh, Lasagna Estrangia, um, April Carrion, and Adora Delantro. Um, uh-huh. the winner of the challenge is Ben de la Creme, who receives a custom jewel package from Fierce Drag Jewels. Everybody, which leaves the bottom two as Kelly Mantle and Vivacious. Uh, yes. The lip sync song is Express Yourself, which Gia seems to think would be right up Kelly's alley for her age group, which is just it's like so rotted. ageist, uh, just the worst, but so funny. Um, and honestly, they don't show much of this lip sync. They show three people commenting on it and less than a minute of it in reality. It's n- not neither of them gave me chills at any point but kelly did do the diamond ring thing where she's like "Ooh, look at my diamond ring 
which right. was nice to see because that's drag excellence. When whenever you say something and then pretend it's on your finger, it's what you do. Right. I've got lots of style. Check my gold diamond rings. Mm-hmm. Um, Rue tells all the queens um, that next week the same thing will happen to the other seven queens, and then mm-hmm. the week after they're going to put all the girls together, and it's going to be Sevilla up in here. Yes, uh, th- this is, they are packing it all in in season six, and I can't wait to see how this season turns Honey, out. Honey, you'd think it was fudge. So, we'd like to introduce our sister, Miss mm-hmm. Kelly Mantle, or yes. Miss. Hello. It's Mr. If you're nasty. Oh. <laughs> We're so excited to have you here. Our, our season sixter. Uh, yeah. <laughs> season sixter. We're so glad to have you. It's so lovely to see you. Oh, it's so good to be here. We just worked on a, we just worked on a, a, a feature together. So it was. Yes, we did. We did. It's not out yet. Um, but we were sitting uh, out freezing in the freezing in oh, the word. desert at night until oh four in the morning for a Girl, couple of we nights. Were like out in the wilderness at like four in the morning with no bonfire. I mean, I you know, looking back on that, we could have literally shot that in some backyard in Beverly Hills, probably. You know? We definitely, <laughs> yes. We totally could have. You know. <laughs> we were going for reality, you know. Exactly. Showbiz. Right. Yeah. I uh, we're we just watched the first episode of season six and well that's the only one I'm in. (laughs) (laughs) No, you were at the reunion. (laughs) Some people are in it to win it. I'm in it for a minute. Thank you. Great talking to y'all. Bye bye. Beep beep beep. And call. Stop video. There we go. Oh my god. Well, (laughs) no, you know. Had I known that I could have PayPal'd everyone $10,000 to win, I would have just done that. <laughs> it works. Not only not only does it make a great impression on the set, it also works. Yeah. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> Honey, I always say if you can't be good, be quick. Right? <laughs> well, you know, be- be- before I got on, before I got on, I think it was Willem that told me, you either need to win it, lose it, or be disqualified. So out of those three, the only one that I was incapable of doing was losing. <laughs> can, can I tell you, I remember you in my driveway, like, just like, I was like, why are you back? And she's like, and you said, girl, they got me. And I was like, what? I was like, no, they Venused you? Venused me. Yeah. Is that the new going home first? Yeah. It's, You're it's, it's Well, it's, it's, Shangela was the first to get Venused. It's when an LA girl goes home first. Mm. Oh, okay. But Sounds I like a laser. <laughs> I know the the true tea is you went home because you found out it wasn't SAG. <laughs> well, girl, I mean, there's a lot of true teas as to why I went home first. <laughs> yeah, Wait, it definitely. What do you mean? You know, when I showed up, it was nothing like I thought it was going to be. You know, you and Detox had told me a little bit, you know, because we were in that band together, and you all would share info. But yeah, I was like, oh my god, this is. I think, you know, when I got there, we immediately knew, they knew, this is not for you. And I knew, this is not for me. <laughs> like, In what me way? In what way? It's just, it's just not my gig. It's not my gig, you okay. know. I'm not good with putting looks together. And mm. I failed to kind of think of that before I got <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, I thought, oh, I can do that. No problem. <laughs> nope. 
Um, but no, seriously, I, I mean, there's a lot of factors, you know, it was, it was a mind trip. It was a mind fact. There was a lot of shit going on. What was it like when you found out there were only seven girls in that first episode? Was everybody just like, what? That's not how it works, RuPaul. Yeah, it was very strange because, you know, I already knew that Bianca was on. So I was like, where's Bianca? Um, <laughs> you were like, where the fuck? <laughs> I was like, this is weird. And then, you know, yeah, I mean... Yeah, it was very strange to only have, what were there, seven of us? Yeah, it was very strange. Now, I, okay, I remember the first day I I was there on season five, and it felt like the judges were, it was like there was blood in the water, and they were sharks after the girls that were going to be in the bottom two. Did you, like, as soon as they got to penetration, I was like, oh my God, there's, they're going in. Did you feel, did you feel taken aback by the sort of response from the judges? Was it really harsh? What was that, what was that like getting critiqued the first time? Well, um, I knew from the day I showed up, I was going home first. How did you know? Girl, you know, they do, the producers come and do a meeting with you in the hotel rooms before you start shooting to look at your outfit. They're like, have all your outfits laid out so they (laughs) see them. Oh, they didn't do that on my season. Yeah, and they came in and girl, you should have seen the looks on their faces. They were like, oh. Uh, Misha (laughs) was like, like, do you want to borrow something? (laughs) Right, I'm like, I'm definitely going home first. But yeah, to answer your question, Alaska, I was, you know, I mean, I knew that my look sucked. I mean, please, I'm not delusional. I can't, you know, like, I'm like, what have I created here? I I thought it was high art, you know. It's been hanging in the MoMA since season six. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Yoko Ono is going to sing to it. Um, But no, it was, you know, I knew the look was completely tragic. But I thought, well, I'll get by on, you know, my charm and humor. They were not having any charm and humor. The minute I walked out on that stage, that Michelle Visage and Santino and what was his name? Mike Ruiz. Mm-hmm. Honey, they hated me. Oh, my God. Like, you could see the disgust on their face. They were like, oh. It, it was nice to see Adam being kind to you because, I mean, we we both had worked with Adam in, in uh, club makeup and stuff. Yeah. I feel like. And he, he I, I love when people, like, read a script. And then they start with the positive things first. I learned yep. that from Kerry Washington. Um, mm. uh, I didn't mean to drop that name. Oh, I can't find it on the carpet now. Damn. Um, but yeah, always leading with the positive. He was nice to say that your look was feminine, beautiful. Um, <laughs> that was very nice. I like yeah. the I like the dress. Do it was st- a beautiful shape. It looked like a Game of Thrones gown. Honestly, unfortunately, your show was not Game of Thrones, though. You look like you could have been like a Lannister princess or something, honestly. Well, you know, I had never made anything in my life. I'm not an arts and crafts kind of person. Uh, wow. <laughs> you know? wow. But uh, yeah, I had completely forgotten at that point that there was even a show attached to it. <laughs> so when they started mentioning uh, this doesn't look anything like, uh, what was the show? Downton, Downton Abbey. Abbey. Yeah, I was like, and I had never seen Downtown Abbey. So I was like, <laughs> what is Downtown? And I looked over and I was like, what is Downtown Abbey? And they were like, that was your show. And I was like, oh. Oh, my word. <laughs> I mean, I was so completely clueless, girl. I was like, oh, well, I just, I mean, listen, 
you know, and that's the thing. I mean, you know, in all fairness, we were given these boxes full of just, you know, shit. Crap. And, uh, but, you know, Gia and Laganja got like bodysuits in their boxes because they were like dancing with the stars oh. and Kardashians. Uh, the Kardashians. Yeah. So, you know, if I had a bodysuit, I could have just, you know, right. Hot glued shit to it. Bodysuit right. in a dream. Um, I didn't have no bodysuit. I had like old lady doilies. Uh, and bacon. They were cut into squares. Well, I thought it looked like dirty maxi pads. I lo- I'd see. I love it. <laughs> all these things I love. Do you still have the dress? Yes. You do? Yes. Of course, I'll never get rid of it. It's my pride and joy. Could have I wear it? Yes to the dress. You can totally wear it, girl. Maybe that'll be my second promo look for season Second six. promo look. I, I think it's beautiful. Like, it, out of all of everybody's looks... That I mean, and the Ben or Dela's Golden Girls look was great, but it was the I thought it was very wearable and very feminine, very beautiful. Well, thank you. Thank Try you. Try to describe her without using the word statuette. <laughs> exactly. Right? Yeah, I do have the top. I had to get rid of the bottom because it had all of my blood all over it because <laughs> <laughs> I had been I had about sixteen safety pins. <gasps> <laughs> so uh, I kept. Cutting my fingers oh, and bleeding all over. God. Bottoms are disposable like that. There will be more around. Wow. Well, I thought it. I thought it added a nice touch. I I have a little question. Um, would you ever do a first off season of Drag Race if they ask? Only if they promise to send me home first again. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, can I just say, like, this interview has been delightful because you're just so funny and you're so great. I wish they would have kept you around longer, but. I mean, it's not Southland. Well, you know, if I ever do go back, I'm going to sage the shit out of that workroom because, honey, it needs some saging. Yeah, definitely, for sure. Um, is there anything that we can look forward to you coming down the pike now? You always well, got music, got right? This, uh, I do. I'm actually recording new music as we speak, so hopefully that'll be done, uh, you know, by 2030. Love. And, um <laughs> Alaska and I have this feature film coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm getting back uh, to doing stand-up comedy live shows again. Vaccinated. Woo! Word. I saw you at the we're, uh, we're shooting the Browns. We're shooting a new season of the Browns in June. Word. That the Browns is very very funny. We love Tammy and your so chemistry. It's so wonderful. Um, my last question is: What was your favorite television show that we've worked on together? <laughs> mm-hmm. I would have to say it would be. Southland. Mm. Yes, when I came and saved you <laughs> from the uh, wig shop that you own from being robbed, I saved your life. <laughs> you you owe me everything. I do. I definitely do. Oh my gosh! Thank you so much for popping on by. Yes, you're so welcome. Thank Bye, you. Y'all. We love you, Kelly Mantle. Our, our own personal deep throat, Kelly Mantle. That's right. Yes, <laughs> Kelly Manhole. Love y'all. Bye. Bye we love you. Form decor lounge. <laughs> trouble, trouble at interior illusions. I see. <laughs> yeah, uh, they they filed chapter uh, seventeen. I think. Uh, uh, some 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 of the uh, girls steal pillows. Girl, um, no, there is very cute clothes or very cute furniture. <laughs> <laughs> And this season's Untucked yields many, many quotable quotes, <laughs> such as feeling like pussy, pussy feeling, feeling like, like cunt. cunt. Take me to the back and I'll, back show, and you I'll show you the front. Uh, uh, cousin shows and stuff. So mad, so about, mad me about me like, me Helen, like Helen Hunt. Helen Hunt. 
That uh, is a cultural reference relating to our co-host, Alaska Thunderfuck. Yes. And yes. national treasure and friend of the pod, Helen Hunt. Look, <laughs> uh, le- gr- we get, yeah, I mean, it's really about the feeling like pussy, feeling like kind of, uh, that's all that happened and some other stuff happened they look at the mini challenge photos they share the critiques um the ganja cried um look up and some of the girls are like i don't know about this laganja character which is just foreshadowing for what's to come um but what'd you think of the episode overall I enjoyed it. I other than seeing my friend go home, it was pr- pretty uh entertaining, I think. Just yeah. Setting the girls up for failure with bad boxes like not giving giving some girls body suits and not other girls <laughs> body suits. I think it was like riggery. And the fact that they this was the first year that they made the girls show them their outfits before they even got to the set, like Kelly said. That's crazy because my season, it was never like that. And nowadays, the girls have to submit sketches even for the finales. Girl. Uh, so they're doing the most now because they want to control it. And that makes sense with all the other things they're controlling. Jimmy <coughs> Simon. God, this cough. Wow. I I loved this episode. This season six is considered by many to be one of the best seasons ever. Um, and it's a lot of people's favorite season, and you can really see why, because it's just personality, personality, personality. Every single person is bringing so much with them into this competition. It's really exciting to watch. Anytime Gia Gunn and Laganja Estranja are on my TV, I'm here for it. And yes, Kelly Mantle went home first, but how iconic was her exit and she owns it so fully. She's continued to have a a blossoming and prosperous career. That's unlike anybody else's. And she was so classy exiting this show that she wasn't crying. She was like, yeah, this suck. Don't wear bacon. Don't wear bacon. Don't wear bacon. (laughs) We love Kelly. She uh, keeps it short and funny and nobody could be mad at that. Mm -hmm. Um, and we're going to do that uh, with this ending. So, bye. <laughs> well, Thanks we, for listening. We thank you so much for listening and for joining us for Race Chaser Classy this week. Uh, I'm Willem. And I'm Alaska. And we would love, love, love for you to write a review of our podcast on your podcast app. And don't forget to subscribe and take a moment and give us a thumbs up or a few stars if you'd like. Five. Five. Five, five stars. Preferably. Five if you got them. And you can follow these rotten old whores at Willem <laughs> at the only Alaska 5000. And our Race Chaser account is at Race Chaser Pod. And our Mom Podcasts account is at Mom Podcasts. Plus, we have bonus content available at patreon.com slash Willem. You can search for the Race Chaser content by searching the hashtag Race Chaser on Patreon. Um, and you can email us at racechaserpodcast at gmail.com. Also, wear a mask, wash your hands, get the vax if you can, socially distance yourself and respect each other out in the world, please. Hallelujah. Uh, the bacon goes in the pan. Absolutely. Race Chaser. Race Chaser is not endorsed by World of Wonder, Viacom, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. RuPaul's Drag Race and all names, pictures, audio, and video clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respective trademark and or copyright holders. Forever.
Race Chaser with Alaskan Willem is a Forever Dog podcast. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Brett Poem, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Mixed and mastered by Will Pitts. Our theme song is Race Chaser by Alaska Thunderfuck. Oh.